This is the Dave Glover Show with Dave, Rachel, and Kevin. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring Outlet, the flooring experts. I got floor.com. That's Hancock and Kelly takeover of KMOX because we actually show up during the holidays. We're going to start to call some of our coworkers who uh, we'll find out exactly what they do between Christmas and New Year's. And uh, I've just dialed up this young lady here. Amy, you're all live on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. The Quiver River Electric Guest Line. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We, when, do, when do we quit saying Merry Christmas? How, how far after Christmas does it stop? Yeah, I think next week. I think today you say Merry Christmas, and then you start blending in Merry Christmas, Happy New Year mm-hmm. together, and then you stop. Hey, what's it like to have that time between Christmas and New Year's off? And what does one uh, who's not really committed to their job do during that time? <laughs> oh, man, being like halfway committed is great. Um, it is awesome. I slept in. I actually just went for a middle-of-the-day run just because I could. Wow. So that was pretty How awesome. How many miles did you pound out? Uh, nine. Two more than me. And so, (laughs) um, let's see, we hung out with lots of family, ate a lot of food. Like, it's so amazing to wake up and have coffee, and then it's like late morning and you turn on the radio and you have coffee. I mean, if this is how the other half lives, it's amazing. (laughs) Well, I will will tell you, your your fan uh, was concerned about you not being here today, and so uh, you, you ought to let your fan know that all is well. My oh my one fan yeah your fan uh, was very concerned oh well wait wh- who what did he say I don't know who he is your fan He's very concerned oh. about the it. guy texted in and said boy I'm so glad Kelly's there but what happened to Amy right <laughs> oh well I am all as well I'm hanging out with Mason Jar mm. oh this yeah. is that's what see is this, what, this Christmas is love number, is this, this Christmas is love. number two yeah for the two of you. It is just the two of us right now. It is. Wow. Is this your second Christmas together? It is. Like, not many people know each other for 13 months, but have celebrated two Christmases together. You know what I mean? Because if you meet within a month of Christmas, you're generally not hanging out on Thanksgiving after 13 months, I'm trying to find out what their middle name is, much less get engaged (laughs) like you. Good Lord. Middle name. (laughs) I know, right? Not wasting any time here. Well, but, Amy, uh, I'm no. thrilled that you're out having the day off, and we were just hanging out with Chris Ranji. Boy, what a chipper, happy fella he is, huh? Mr. Positive. Would, would, would you say that he's um, worthy of winning an award for yes. positivity? Yes. Courageous it's, brightness? Yes. John says to me before we go on every segment, all right, happy, let's pull out a Ranji here. Let's all be happy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of sketchy business is happening at the Odyssey Voting Center, but it, something's up. There's no way Ranji. I think it was a clerical error. That happens sometimes. I'm still trying to figure out who gets to vote on this stuff because if it's a right. if it's an Odyssey award, you would what, think uh-huh. the employees would get to vote on it. Maybe and nobody's if, asked me to vote on anything. What mm-hmm. if the what if the jokes on him, you guys, and like he has to go to a dinner now to get his little well, certificate from like seven to ten p.m. on like a Wednesday night? Would that not be the best? Michael, Michael, you hit the nail on the head. That's what it is. That's what I'm hoping for is that he has an extra work event to go to now in an, uh-huh. on an evening. 
totally. Because you know yeah. how it is. You, uh, John, I don't know if you do this, Amy. I'm sure people ask you to do stuff. And Like if I asked you, hey, Amy, would you MC my charitable thing in June? Your answer would be, of course, Michael, I'd do that. And then as the month gets closer, you're like, oh, man, I committed to do that thing in June. So, you know, like Ronge winning an award, there is, there's no asking. you got to show up to get your certificate. With a positive attitude. And be right. happy about it. Yes. Yeah. And be happy. He's got to be courageously happy about it. He'll do it. Courageously happy. He'll do it. He'll do it. <laughs> so let me ask you, on the, on the run out there today, uh, how was the grass looking? Was it green? It is green. I think it looks green. You know, here's the thing. We were talking about this. I think I've had one day on a run where I've worn like a coat, like a warm coat, because I think it was maybe 29 degrees one morning. But, I mean, it's almost 50 degrees out there. We have not had a cold winter at all. Like, I can't believe how warm this whole winter. We're going to be in January, and we haven't had the need to really bundle up yet. And it feels like it barely rains anymore either. Well, like, we got rain the other day. Yeah, right. A little sprinkle. But I, I associate the fall and the winter with rain and snow and cold. And we've not had any of yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe no, things are just happy and uh, sunny these days because, you know, Amy's in love and well, getting married. Christmas Day was delightful. Oh, I mean, it yeah. was delightful out there. Mm-hmm. It was, was that Christmas too warm. Eve. Yeah, I can't. It was too, too, it was, it was too warm. Did you guys get any good gifts? Of course. The best gift I got is one of my sisters came and got me nothing. And she said, I think you would appreciate this the most. I was thinking of buying this for you, and I didn't get it because I know you don't like stuff. And I gave her a giant hug. It was like the greatest thing ever. No, that's that's actually true. You don't like stuff. What about John, though? Didn't he get his um, ball cleaner last year? Oh yeah. yeah, and I and I cleaned my balls uh, after we played snooker last Friday. So the next, <laughs> oh, so our balls will be clean this they, time. They are so clean. In fact, uh, I ran, I, I ran them through twice. Yeah, what's and, cra- uh, what's crazy about it, Amy, is when he first got the ball cleaner, he was running the balls through it like once a week. Now, yeah. like they're barely getting in there about once a quarter. Well, you got the ball because they got a new cloth at the on the on the table, and right. so the balls mm-hmm. don't get as yeah. dirty now. Mm-mm. But man, I don't know. They you got to keep so them clean. Shiny right now. You're, they are so shiny. Well, I good. can't even wait to get back out there. I'm looking forward to getting back. Speaking of getting back out there, so the, today was just a light run, nine nine miles. Are we training for anything? That's right. No, I I took Mason Jar to the track. We did a track workout. Does he oh, run this, too? Oh, he's poor. He guy. does. He's um. I think he's going to do a half marathon this spring. He's not a marathon before, so yeah. he has. So have I, but yep. I, you know, come on, that, that, that. What are the odds? What are the odds that Amy Mark scores would meet a guy that runs marathons? Huh. <laughs> he's like a a jack of all trades, where he'll do like all the sports, right? And so, like, yeah, I'll run a marathon or whatever, play whatever sport. So he, uh, so it's it's been fun to. What was, Get on uh, the track. what was on the menu? What was the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day menu like? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I want to hear about it. So the Mark Scores yeah. Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah. It's an annual tradition. Is a an amazing giant beef tenderloin. Yes. Like five pounds of beef like, tenderloin. Like a, like a standing rib roast or a tender, an actual tenderloin? Like a filet mignon. Like when you... Oh. Where it's like 25 yes. filet mignon. Yes. <laughs> Filet's mignon. Yes. <laughs> yes. So my dad makes it. It's like our big Christmas dinner. And I mean, it was like 
this is so gross, but like with all the juice, because it's you, know, you have it rare, not or medium rare medium or rare, rare or whatever. Yeah. So you have the juice. You got to have the spoon for the juice. Right. Which we started calling the blood spoon, which sounds really gross, but it's, I guess it's the spoon for the juice. And then my mom makes like baked apples with brown sugar and oatmeal and mm. then potatoes mm. um, with this creamy cheese sauce and corn casserole and spinach casserole. Dang. And then French silk pie, chocolate French silk pie. Yes. And brownies and peppermint ice cream. I mean, Dave and Donna, like, go over the top. That's incredible. And the whole family goes and runs. Yeah. Yeah, Eat all that stuff and go for a run. (laughs) We had to run, yeah, the next day. Not afterwards. Afterwards, it's like, you you know, like, I think a few of the guys are getting the meat sweats, they said. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever had the meat sweats? Never. Because, you know, I don't eat that much meat. Really? You know, I (laughs) Michael, do you? Do I eat meat? No, not, not really. I'm doesn't. like a chicken and fish guy. Have you ever had the meat sweats? No, I've never had the meat sweats, but... Um, Ask Pajeski. Pajeski has to know what they Matthew, are. Matthew, have you had the meat sweats? Oh, yeah. I get them quite often. Do you? Are you a beef connoisseur? I like beef. I like chicken. I like... It's I what's like for dinner. I know. Yeah. I feel like yeah. after Thanksgiving, eat a lot of turkey. Yeah, you kind of get a little sweaty. So we had the standing rib roast at our house. Really? Yes. Well, how many seconds do you count? Like eight seconds when the, when, you, when you give it the standing count? No, yeah. it's a, it's the standing rib roast. It's oh. prime rib. Oh. And nice oh. thick slices. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, you had to go okay, to one of your three banks to pull became, the money out. Yeah. This became a debate. Right. Is Christmas, is it turkey or is it ham? For Christmas, what's well, the tradition? The ham, I mean, you know. But we've really? always done. This was the first Christmas that we had the rib roast since my mother-in-law passed away, and she was the queen of the stand. The Christmas standing rib roast was my mother-in-law's domain, and uh-huh. Jan has now inherited the mantle. And I must say, she did a fantastic job. I mean, just on, on the, the what? Right, the standing rib roast. The, uh, the pre- standing rib roast. <laughs> yes, I mean, she did a okay. fantastic job. That I mean, it sounds delightful. Hold on, I gotta yell this to Mason Jar. It's ham. They said is the tradition. Yeah, yeah. No, he he thinks it's poor, ham. He's wrong. Poor Mason Jar is still trying to recover him from acting like he cares and likes to run nine miles. <laughs> He's sitting in the corner saying, "The heck did I sign up for? What in the world?" <laughs> Amy Marks, course, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us. At least uh, somebody's out there having fun today. Merry Merry Christmas to you guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being committed to your job. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. we're always thinking of you uh, mm-hmm. and what's best Aww. for you. So enjoy your week off. We'll see you back here next year. And when we come back, yep. Michael Kelly wandered into a bar last night on Camo X. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time, one last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Merry Christmas, Hancock and Kelly sending in for the Dave Glover Show, and uh, closing time last night, there are some places that stay open on Christmas. No. 
my day started yesterday going out to my mother's house. I had to hit a gas station and pick up some ice. The gas station was open on Christmas. So I go I into the gas. I could have put air in my tire. Could have and walked into the gas station, had to also buy my uh, um, lottery, lottery tickets. Ticket, yeah. So there I am. First of all, everybody's chipper on uh, well, it's Christmas. Christmas. But even the people who are working in gas stations. Yeah. We're chipper. That's Christmas. When I walked in, hey, hey, Merry Christmas. And there were a couple of people just kind of milling around in there, getting their coffee and stuff and being all happy and Merry Christmas. Well, if and you I can't like, be happy at the gas station, where can you be happy? Yeah. And then Merry Christmas. I said, well, Merry Christmas to you. So there it was. I started my day at the gas station. And after I figured out how to buy the uh, lottery yeah. tickets, which now cost $2. Um, they have for about 11 years. Yeah, then I also purchased uh, some bags of ice, and I did that. Went and had the family fun. Now, do you get the jumbo bags of ice? Or I you... did. I got two jumbo. I was told to get four bags of ice. So you got two jumbo bags. So I got two jumbo bags of ice. Huh. Now, I think they may have been a little bit larger than four bags total. Like, I think I could have gotten away with one jumbo bag. Mm-hmm. As a poke, I think one jumbo bag was about three regular to four regular really? size uh, ices. But now, I had you, two jumbo. Do you, you de chunk the ice before you open it uh, up? This is the most important thing you can do. Yeah. You've got to take it, you got to grab it like a dead man yes. by its head and its shoulders. Yeah, man, and toss and it. And then you, you just drop it. Right. Just drop it from about waist height. Yeah. Spin it halfway, Boom. drop it from waist height, and then throw it on there. That knocks up all the big pieces. Now, here's another little secret mm-hmm. I have. Once you've got it all on top of the uh, the goodies, the beer, the soda, right, right, right. the bubble water, I go get a pitcher of water, too. And I pour a pitcher of water over that ice, and that starts the melting process of the ice, which makes the drinks colder. Do you do that? No. No, because huh. you got ice in there. No, but ice, yeah, it's going to leave it cold. But if it's in, if it's got a little water and it's melting, it makes it even colder for some reason. The melting ice is colder than the non-melting ice. Totally. Yeah, and that then, can't possibly well, be true. I, I, I do believe it is true. It can't Once possibly you, be true because I, well, you're putting water that's that's warmer than the ice is on right. top of the ice. So, but then, so when the ice is melting, you've got the ice, which is at I don't know, mm-hmm. let's say twenty eight degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, and then the water is at let's say forty degrees Fahrenheit. Right. When you're putting forty degrees on twenty eight degrees, you probably it starts come the out melting about, process. Yeah, but it doesn't make it colder. So then, it's gotta, what you by have, definition, it's got to make it warmer. No, it totally makes it colder. I don't I'm think so. You. I think no. you're wrong about this. No, and you, then it, especially maybe, once maybe in your mind, it's no. Colder. And then once you get the swimming going the on, science. Once the water is, you know, uh, kind of got the the items swimming now. Yeah. It's even colder. But if you have regular ice in there, it doesn't seem to absorb the cold as well as it well, does the ice is with cold. some water. The ice is cold, and it's rubbing up against your, your Matthew, are you familiar with there? my strategy, or is this your first time hearing it? I mean, I'm first time hearing it. I know about it, but I just didn't think that it actually worked. Well, here's, it does. It couldn't here's possibly where, work. Here's where it comes from. It couldn't possibly it, work. I learned it when I was at a, uh, in, in my fraternity. <sighs> And what would happen is I went to Ole Miss, a bunch of fraternity which is guys at Ole down Miss in Mississippi, about the science of heating water. and it was a dry county, Mississippi. You could not buy cold beer. Yeah. So what they would do is they'd send us pledges out, yeah. and then we'd go uh, uh, across county lines to the other county where they, where they sold beer, and we could buy the beer. So then we'd buy the beer. What we would do is we'd have a cooler, and you'd throw the ice in there, and you'd put water in the ice, and then you roll the cans on the ice and it makes it colder, but it has to have the water. You got to have the water there or it's not going to make the ice cold enough. I'm right about this, dude. You can't possibly be right. I'm telling you I'm right. Unless you're pouring water that is colder than the underlying ice. 
it's not no, going to make it, the, it's, it's actually a little bit colder. warmer, but it starts the decomposition of the ice, which then helps it chill. Get colder, though. I'm just telling you, it it's, it, it, it maybe can't... maybe it's a subjective thing, but I'm telling you, it's it's good. I like it, and it works. And I'm telling you right now, if we were to buy two cases of beer and two yours, mine will be colder than yours. If I'm in the ice and you're in the ice in the water. Yes. Mine will be colder than yours. People I mean, will prefer my beer over your beer. I because don't think that so. one will be colder. Uh, you can't it just it just doesn't work that way. 314-436-7900. 1-800-925-1120 or you can text us at 314. I'm putting warmer water on cold ice and expecting the yes. underlying happens. brew to be colder than yes. the ice was cold before you put the warmer that, water on it. That's exactly what happens. I that you just described what happens when you've got a little uh, water? Well, what's the in science there? of this thing? I, I don't. I, I don't know that it's a science. I think it's just you know it's one of those th- one of those tricks that you learn on how to make beverages colder. With that, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. I mean, I I've been wrong once or twice. Do we have somebody to weigh in on? This? We got Mark. Mark, you're on KMOX. Yes, it's true that if you get more water on the bottom with the cans are in it, they are totally submerged. And around the cold versus ice on top of them doesn't get in between the cans and everything. So the drinks are not as cold. That's right, Mark. It's colder if the water that's colder and it freezes, it gets the cans colder than just putting them on ice. Right. See? Gotcha. All right, I'll put you on hold, Mike. Hey, you got your mic on. I'm inclined to to believe that. Uh, Who else is joining us here? We've got Mike. Mike, you're on KMOX. Yes. Go ahead, Mike. Hello. Yeah, the the water is touching more surface of the can than just the ice, so it's getting the beer colder faster. Thank you. <sighs> you know I don't like to talk, but uh, I typically am right. With, I'm having a hard time. Uh, my little coming to terms with this. Teach people here. It seems to me like cold ice made warmer does not make the beverage colder. But I do understand that if you're circling the can with mm-hmm. cold water, yeah. that, that potentially... Why does it take strangers, who, by the way, could be on drugs right now, calling in, yeah. saying Kelly's right for you to finally agree that Kelly's right? Well, I'm so unaccustomed. Can't you... you just say, you know what? This is a topic that Kelly probably knows more than I did. He had to go across county lines to buy warm beer and get it cold. I am not accustomed to you being correct, Michael, and it it, uh, it takes me a little bit of convincing. Yes, well, that, it, usually when we put the facts in front of Republicans, you all say that it's a lying and it didn't happen that no, way I, and it's I'm, not real. I'm willing to accept that I can be wrong. It's hap- you know, it's not often, but I'm willing to accept that I can be, and I'm willing to accept, Michael, that on some topics you can be right. Uh, I just didn't think this would be. One of them. Well, Michael Kelly, we never got into your. Well, we'll get other back thing. to it. We've got we've got another hour and a half Dave to go. Dave Murray, here. you know they say hey, it's hey. gonna. They say the weather outside is gonna be frightful. He could be here, the final orbiter of what I'm talking about. Oh, he'll know the science. He'll know the science. He will know the it. science. Dave, Dave Murray's Murray, next after the news. News, talk, sports. The voice of St. Louis. Well, look at the timing here. Someone who knows a little bit about temperatures who may be able to help settle this great debate we've been having here on KMOX 
It's Dave Murray. How are you, Dave? Hello, guys. I'm doing great. So, Dave, you heard the argument. I, t- I, I like to I ice did. the beer up. I put a little water on that ice, which well, then... First of all, yeah. I need to explain yeah. why this weird conversation is going on. Because the full moon is tonight. Yes, oh. totally. That's, that's the simple explanation of the weirdness that's going on on KMOX right now. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that and Glover's gone, so Hancock and Kelly are in. <laughs> they don't want to talk politics, so they're talking about beer. <laughs> okay, why not? What's going on? This is it's a process in physics called latent heat. Latent, latent heat, heat is right. hidden. I'm, I'm taking notes. That means hidden. Right. So as the ice melts, yeah, the because of latent heat yeah. and the process, the physical process is hidden, uh-huh. the temperature does not increase as the ice is melting. Now, in the case of a can of beer, you're also introducing aluminum to the process. Yeah. Now, water can't go below 32 degrees or zero C. Mm. It just can't without yeah. turning to ice. Right. So it's not necessarily a question that it's getting colder. It's a question of the melting ice is not increasing in temperature. And that's being also transported to the can. So the can is getting colder as the ice melts Amazing. in the cold, cold water. Amazing. So just to put a how long ago did how long ago did somebody figure that out? This was this is actually a a one of the the best things. I was not real good in fluid dynamics. Yeah, I wasn't which, either. But but I was good enough. But mm-hmm. it was very important in meteorology. Yeah, and, yeah. And it it the. The big question that I always remember, and this is in graduate school, is the question was, if you have a hot cup of coffee yeah, and the phone rings and you go to get it, do you put your milk in first or do you come back and put the milk in later? Yeah. And I'm in this class with all these bright-minded physics people. Yeah, and I yeah. was the only one who knew the answer because I'm a meteorologist. I said, well, because of latent heat, you want to pour it in first. And then go get your phone call because if you let the coffee cool by itself, then you add the milk. It's going to cool even faster. Oh, hello. Latent heat. <laughs> that is incredible. So needless to say, I Dave Murray like would be all... getting a beer out of my cooler and not yours because yours would still have the ice without any water I don't on have it. any well, beer in my cooler, Michael. I, I got to tell you, it, it, if you, you both have coolers of beer, it's not going to matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm going for either one. I'm going to the closest one. All right. Dave, we had one of the strangest Christmases we've had in a long time. I was looking for tulips when I was out on yeah. my walk on Christmas morning. morning uh, but not. now they're saying we we may actually get some white stuff tonight. Is that true? Well, we're not going to see an awful lot tonight. There is this yeah. very strange little storm system that's going to drop right over the middle of the country. It's not a southwest storm. It's not an Alberta clipper. It's kind of morphed between all these different things. So it's an interesting storm. It's a slow-moving storm. It doesn't have a lot of moisture to work with, but it does have enough. And it doesn't have any real cold air with it, but close enough. So we're really dealing with a real borderline situation. Let me break it down, then I can go into some details. Nice. We're not going to see anything this evening. Just more, more and more clouds, some light, wet snow, and some light rain will try to develop towards morning. It's going to be a struggle to get here by morning, but it, but it could be. 35 for the low, so we're still above the freezing point. Wednesday, a mix of light rain and wet snow kind of going off and on throughout the day. It's windy and 39 degrees. 
Then Wednesday night, rain, light rain and wet snow going over to all snow as we go through the night Wednesday. But it's a really wet snow, 32. So we're right at the, the borderline there. Thursday, it's still with us. Cloudy, windy, periods of light rain and wet snow throughout the day, 39. Still light rain and wet snow around Thursday night, 35. And then a slow clearing process on Friday, 42, 28 Friday night. No storm system for the New Year's weekend. So we'll get this thing out of the way. Now, what does this all mean? There's a couple of numbers that are really important. In order to, in this particular storm, and every storm is a little bit different, it's the first one, so that uh, is always interesting. It looks like the, the temperature of 36 degrees is probably the temperature we need to start to see the wet snow get mixed in with the rain. does not have to be 32 degrees because we're going up in the atmosphere. Limited moisture, but enough. Cold temperatures, day and night, but borderline. Slow motion. Most of the moisture we're going to see is a rain-snow mix. Any snow will be really wet, producing those large, sloppy, hamster-sized snowflakes. It's windy, especially during the day Wednesday and into Thursday. Road temperatures are well above freezing. That's an important number, too. There could be some accumulation on the grassy surfaces, trees, and parked cars, especially St. Louis West and Northwest. Not so much in Illinois. On the grassy surfaces in those areas, there could be one to two inches of sloppy wet snow. That would be kind of approaching late Thursday night into Friday morning. It's not a snowstorm. It's not a big, big deal. But it's the first of the season, and people will freak. Because <laughs> with, with the hamster-sized snowflakes, it, you could be driving in them at 40, 50 miles per hour and think it's the end of the world. Because they're these monster snowflakes. When, when was the last time it started to get cold this late? This is, this is, as far as snow is concerned and temperature, this is one of the latest on record. Wow. So we're, we're way behind. We're way behind in cold. Though December is becoming more and more of a transitional month for St. Louis. January and February, you will know it's winter. Hey, Dave, uh, on my way to St. Charles yesterday, I noticed that the rivers were so low. Yep. Um, yep. Number one, are, are we in, in drought conditions? Is it nationwide or is this a worldwide phenomenon? What's going it's, on? It's not, it's not nationwide because there's some areas that have too much water, but we are very dry. There's problems with the barges on the rivers uh, because the water levels are so low. There's a positive side to that in that if you get through the winter with low levels, you know, we'll get some snow, we'll get some rain and things like that. Spring flooding will be harder to come by. So that, that's the silver lining in the, the wickedly low rivers. But, but we need more water. There's no question about it, not only in the rivers, but also for the soil and the vegetation. Yeah, very little precipitation uh, so far this year. Now, you say January and February are going to be cold as we know them to be. Yes, um, I think so. Do we think there could be significant snowfall in St. Louis this winter? Oh, that's a good question. I think I think the core month for snow is going to be February. I think the, the tail end of winter is going to be the, the real heart of winter here in St. Louis. And, and do we get a big snow? I, you know, it is such a weird place to forecast. It's such a, it's, it's not clear cut. There's never a snow situation that is clear cut. It's usually rain, sleet, freezing rain, snow. And usually our big snows are on the tail end of a storm system where it kicks over to all snow. So will we have a couple of storms like that? Yes, I think we will. 
Dave, you know, we're the political guys, and so we understand there's certain elections that get us more exciting than others. As mm-hmm. a meteorologist, is snow more exciting than the tornadoes or the Ooh. rainstorms? What what really gets the, the, the blood going? That's a tough one because my expertise is thunderstorm forecasting. So the, the thing that really gets me going is thunderstorms, strong Severe lightning, hail, tornadoes, the whole thing. I don't like what thunderstorms do to people and the things we have, but forecasting-wise, it is a tremendous challenge. With that said, forecasting a snow situation, especially in St. Louis, is pull-your-hair-out type situation. But the the time frames are very different. One is kind of short-term. One is long-term. And I'm what, excited about any kind of weather. I'm at, a geek. at what point in your youth or, or teen years or college years did you think, you know what, this meteorology, that's that's for me. That's what I want to do. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yep. Huh. And before that, I was interested in astronomy. Well, there you go. All that stuff happens up there. You it, know. It, it's all, yeah, it's, it's all kind of related. And if you really look at the people who are meteorologists, whether they're on TV, radio, National Weather Service, private forecasting companies, airlines, you know, whatever, wherever a meteorologist gets hired, you're going to find male or female that they get interested in it fourth, fifth, sixth grade. There are very, very few people who get into college and go, you know what? I think I'd like to be a meteorologist because after the first semester, they're like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. Well, it's can, too much, too much math, too much physics. Well, it's all that stuff. It's all that latent heat out there. That That's right. That's right. Every day. How, how was Christmas at the Murray? Christmas uh, was family. nice. You know, it, it's our, our 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 son and his wife and, and our grandson are coming out in late January, so we're we're holding back some of that. Oh. But I I surprised my wife with a very unusual gift. In fact, she's just she was bowled over by it. And we are we are going to learn how to sail this summer. Wow. wow. That's not easy. Wow. Nope. I know it's did not easy. Did you buy easy. a boat there, or did you just buy no, lessons? No, 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 no. I've purchased lessons and uh, we have to test out of the, the very first course. That's our first objective. And then uh, it's a, it's a two night, three day sailing lesson. Just the two of us. Oh, that nice. sounds romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's going to be romantic. No, I'm but likely to get the one a thing fight. I would call you. That's right. That's be, what I'm thinking too. <laughs> be very, be very leery of taking a three-hour tour. Is all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> they say we're on the water at least four to five hours at wow. a time. Merry Christmas, Dave Murray. Happy You're going to be back with us again tomorrow. Absolutely, I would, especially with a storm system in play. Can't I, wait. You know what? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. We like those hippopotamus-sized snowflakes that are about to yeah, fall down. Hamster, hamster, oh, hamster-sized size size snow. snow. Hamster well, I knew size. we were one of those animals <laughs> out there. Remember, latent, latent heat. Never heat. forget it. I've written it down. I will never forget it. And Michael Kelly was right about something. I'll never forget that. That typically either. happens, David. David Murray, there joining us. He'll be back same time tomorrow to give us the you latest will. on this. Snowstorm. It. It's Hancock and, and Kelly. And remember, yeah. are you smarter than Michael Kelly? Is coming up next hour. Four three six seven nine hundred. When the time is right. Nobody's ever been able to get that title. Yeah, they have. Hey, when your family gets together, do you guys play games yes. like family games? Oh, yeah. 
So we did yesterday. We do one giant game called left, right, center. Yeah, it's where you roll the dice and right. you move the money around. And everybody's got $3 in front of them, and then all the money eventually winds up in the middle with the exception of one person who wins yep. it all. <clears throat> we play in rounds because there's so many of us. Yeah. And uh, I'm not, well, I don't like to talk, John Hancock, but uh, I was the big winner of the left-right-center game yesterday. Took the, took the dollar bills home. Did you? I took about uh, 95 to uh, dollars home yesterday. In one dollar uh, bills. Buddy, uh, I, you know, when I showed up at the bar the other night and on Christmas night to have that one beer to see who was there, I, I looked at my... Uh, Looked at my winnings and slammed them down. And the lady said, well, where have you been tonight? And I said, well, I just got off work. <laughs> <laughs> so and she said, well, why do you still have your shirt on? I said, yeah. ah, my abs are cold. Yeah, no. My it, abs it are cold. Yeah. No, I love family games. Yeah. And we got you a played new... left, right, center? I've, we played it, yes. Okay. We have... well, you played a new game. Yes. What was well, it? Well, new to me. Okay. Uh, it's called Ticket to Ride. It's a, it's a game where you have to build. You draw. First of all. Johnny got this game for his sister and her husband. Okay. And they forgot and left it at our house. So all we, right. we all played it. And um, so <clears throat> thought it would be a good idea because it's a brand new game. I've never heard of you it. Got, exactly. All right. And, well, it's brand new to us. So no idea how to play it. Okay. So we get the bright idea that surely there's a tutorial on YouTube to teach you how to play this Rather game. Rather than having to read the directions. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we get this. Punk kid on YouTube, he's talking a mile. You get four cards, and you got a destination card. Take it over here. Build your track. You can't build a track on two tracks. You got to do No idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Absolutely worthless. Who finally read the directions? I, it had to have been a girl. No, it was oh, me. Okay. And uh, and so you read the directions, and there it is. Uh-huh. Very easy to figure out. So you get, you get there's different colored trains, different okay. colored lines. Okay. Okay. And so you've got to build uh, a line of your track, and you'll draw a destination card, Calgary to St. Louis. Okay. So you got to get from Calgary to St. Louis, and there's multiple ways you can get Could there. you get, like, Boston to Washington, D.C.? That's a small one. Yes, you could. And that, worth, so that's part of the luck of the draw. Worth fewer points. Okay. So. All right. Uh, and so and then you got to, the strategy of it's fascinating. you got to figure out how many different destinations you want to tackle, because if you fail to get a destination, it costs you however many points are on that card. Okay. So you want to make sure you make your destinations and get those points. Uh-huh. Plus there are points for every time you make a play and do this and that. You and roll other. dice here or what do you do? No dice. Okay. So you're drawing cards. Uh-huh. And when it comes to your turn, so and you got to take a train card. So the train cards are going to be color. So I get I need three greens cuz there's three green train lines between Seattle and Tacoma. Okay. And so you got to wait till you got three green cards before you can build that track. All right. And then so you're building track, and you got to go into your de- various destinations. It's a fun game. Uh-huh. Very tactical. Very strategic. Really? An yeah. adult game or kid yeah, game? Yeah, well, anybody can, can kid, play. Kids could play it, too. Kids can play it, too. And how long does it, you know, like Monopoly never ends. Or... Yeah, no, this is a, so this is a really good length game. So it's, I would say it's a good 45 minutes to an hour uh-huh. if you've got four or five or six people playing. Okay. Um, now, will this be taking the place of the normal game you play, which is Clue? Well, my kids don't like it when I play Clue. Why is that? Well, you know, Michael, I, <clears throat> yeah. I'm just a little level above most people. You're good at guessing when it comes murders. To, when it comes to when it comes to reading 
reading things. Okay. When it comes to the power of deduction. Mm-hmm. Like Sherlock Holmes. I knew who did it, you know, by the fifth page every single time. Really? So in Clue, uh-huh. I, I can under, I can appreciate how playing in Clue against me would be a very deflating emotional experience for many people. Right. So it's hard for me. It's kind of like, you know, playing snooker against me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so the kids are inclined to, and I've not won this uh, train game yet. So uh-huh. we played it three or four times. I've not won it yet. You did not win. I have not won but, it yet. And so then did you immediately say, kids, let's play some Clue? Yes, and uh, there's no and, takers. And everybody wants to move away. No takers. Isn't it fun to be able to go play games? We used to play games with our parents when we were kids, and now we're all still playing games. You're, you're playing with your adult kids. Yeah, and so, you know, my son-in-law, he dropped off the other night, and uh, so it was just me and Georgian and our two original kids playing uh, a board game together, and I, that's kind of cool. I mean, and the family all comes together, and we're not... Johnny lives in Chicago. You know, Mary and Brad are here. Right. Uh, so that's wonderful, and then little Tula's here. Uh, but they have Johnny in town, and he's been in town for over a week, which has just been. He's going to come join us Thursday, phenomenal. right? Yeah, he'll be in Thursday with us, our NFL insider. And um, so, yeah, just to have the whole family together, it's it's a rarity. And the holidays uh, season provides that opportunity. And I got to tell you, uh, I've enjoyed every single minute of it. But I do know that this time of year is tough on a lot of people, too. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, there's so much societal pressure as it relates to the holidays, you know. Be happy. The commercials are be happy yeah. and go out and spend money and do this. And so many of us may find ourselves in a go spot. Go put a big bow on that F-150 right. and yeah. give Go it to buy your wife, your wife a yeah. BMW. Go oh. buy your husband a, you know, it, it, there's so much pressure. And then, you know, when you do lose your parents, like, uh, well, you know, yeah. I've lost a parent. You've lost both. When you do lose, you know, love and loss and it's hard. It's a hard, hard time to, uh, For a lot to of get through. But it's also. But you always have KMOX to listen. Well, to. you do always have KMOX. friendly voices here. Next hour, are you smarter than Michael Kelly? We know I, the answer I've to that. drafted some phenomenal questions, if I <clears throat> do say so myself. When we come back, Sean Malone's going to join. Sean us. Malone is with us. We got to get our first check on the traffic that's coming up, and then the news on the Voice of St. Louis News Radio 1120 KMOX. Get to ride.